Hello there, welcome to Students of Life podcast with your host, Akrisa Pippa. Thank you very much for being here today. This podcast is all on the journey throughout life. You know, remaining a student's life and allowing us to teach us all the things that life wants to teach us, along with wellness, you know, when it comes to mental, emotional, spiritual, physical, social, and all the way through. This is another episode of the Conversation Series, and my guest today is my own cousin, my sister, my family. It's Fiona Anoche. I go call her Fifi because we've been calling her Fifi since we were kids, and she calls me AK. She should give me that nickname, AK. <laughs> but I wanted Fifi to come on today and share with you guys the knowledge and the wisdom that she's has, you know, throughout her life where she is now what she's doing she's she's right now she's very academical she's doing her masters right now the thing she's learning throughout that how she even got into doing masters um from where she's going to uni and everything she has a lot of you know gems and a lot of things to share with people who might want to you know go into that path as well along with social media she also has gone viral a couple of times on tiktok she's a content creator and just too many other things along with boundaries her wellness routine what she thinks wellness is all about it's one of the things we just dive into that i'm just really ready for you guys to get into it and without further ado let's get straight into it so welcome first of all to sr podcast Fifi. i'm really really glad to have you thank you so much first of all for just you know making space and deciding to you know grace the podcast with your presence i'm super grateful to have you so the first question i kind of ask everyone before we even get into it is how are you like how are you feeling today in terms of like you know mental emotional physically how are you doing yeah um thank you for having me honestly like I'm really excited I'm a fan but also just in general <laughs> because of our connection I think this is much more personal to yeah. me as well because you're my cousin you're literally yeah. like, like blood like my cousin so like this is like yeah. literally family, family. Yeah. so it's not just like somebody just from the street no like we literally grew up together yeah Literally, every like it just feels like i'm talking to my cousin basically yeah, it feel like i'm guesting like, on a podcast conversation. and that's like yeah. how, how the feel of this whole thing is like it's like a regular conversation with my people so i love that i'm glad you feel comfortable that's really good <laughs> as well yeah i'm glad it yeah. feels good so yeah. you know this whole conversation thing is like you said we we are this is personal personal because you're, you're you're my cousin you're your family mm-hmm. so i know so many things that like, we grew up together i know you from like literally when was like what like as long as I can as little as I can remember so most of the things we're going to talk about some of them are like I already know the answers that I know what they are and mm. one of the things we're going to talk about as well is like obviously like things that I probably wouldn't know but I want to know and you mm. will feel comfortable sharing it and we already had a conversation about you know like what, what we're about to do now and you know we, we catch up and we talk about a lot of things behind the scenes before we even got doing this now so I'm just really excited for us to dive into it but um, something else I really want to know is I want you to just kind of like start off telling us like um, a little bit more about like who you are, mm-hmm. where you are in life right now, and it's like how you arrived at this point. Because I know a lot, but my audience don't yeah. know. So I want I want you to tell them like who are you? Who is Fiona? How did you get to the point you are right now? How you arrived here? Yeah. Okay. I love this. Mm-hmm. I love this kind of <laughs> intro. It, it gives me a moment to like, what's the word? Break down everything, Fifi. Like yeah. you know, you know yourself. But then when people say or oh, introduce yourself, you have to now think, how? What do I start with? Oh, yeah. what about myself is interesting. Mm-hmm. So, um, I guess the first thing I can say is, yeah, my name is Fiona. But if you've seen me on the socials, I go by Fifi basically everywhere because yeah. the Fifi kid. <laughs> Yeah, the Fifi kid. That's my OG. It's never leaving me in yeah. this lifetime. Like, that's all my friends, all my family. Everyone calls me Fifi, and I like Fifi, so yeah. Fifi is it. 
um basically I think giving myself like a bit of a intro I could go a bit back so mm-hmm. um like yeah. you've mentioned we're cousins we're family mm-hmm. born and raised in London mm-hmm. basically my whole life always been here mm-hmm. South London girl that's basically yeah. all the way yeah but obviously original original we're Ghanaian so that's my blood <laughs> yeah so I'm g- hopefully I'm going back soon Christmas maybe come soon we'll see me in Ghana no, we'll be, we'll no, we definitely need to do it together we definitely yeah. need to go to- we tried to do it last year but obviously yeah. like, we couldn't so I, w- I went alone and then this yeah, year, yeah. oh for yeah. sure like after Covid all of this like as soon as everything opened up again I said I will be there yeah <laughs> but like um yeah so for me um in terms of my history yeah I've been here in the UK all my life um even me and AK were very close by in terms of like where we were kind of raised similarly I've been always sleeping over at your place you yes. sleep over at mine <laughs> it's basically my life yeah just being like family cousins I'm trying to buy a lot of family here so I'm quite blessed so it's good mm-hmm. like community like church community personally I did go out of London for university so like I think coming a bit closer to me now I went to Kent so in mm-hmm. Canterbury we both went so, to Ken, but I yeah. was a different uni, Ken. You went to the other one. Yeah, basically different campuses, <laughs> but the same uni. And I still end up coming up towards Rochester to see you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, it's crazy. I remember being so shocked when you said you were coming. I was like, what? Yeah. I was like, yeah. Come on. I was like, I'm alone. So, yeah, basically, obviously, living in London, yeah, it's the city. It's the place to be. Everything's in London. But I think when you're somewhere and you're born there, like, you've been born and raised there for so long, you kind of want that like a new experience you kind of want to see what it's like to be independent so for me I was basically there for like four years and then now now I'm back and um interestingly enough I'm still studying (laughs) I'm still I I feel like in general like I'm always still learning but I I guess for me I the person I am is kind of like an academic in the terms that that I'm always interested in writing and learning Mm -hmm. and just I guess putting myself to the challenge and I'm the type of person I know AK knows like I've been applying for when I was in uni I was always doing part-time jobs even when I was in secondary school part-time jobs I've always mm-hmm. been working grinding because it's not easy especially coming from like immigrant backgrounds yeah but I think it's something that's been instilled to me that like education is key but then also making a path for what you want to do and I think I've been blessed in the sense that even I've had family and people support me Mm-hmm. And people see my drive that, oh, even though I want to keep on working in the world of business and stuff, mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's a good job on paper. I kind of want to do something a bit more creative, a bit more mm-hmm. of exploration, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I, oh, yeah, I forgot to mention when I was at uni, um, some of you might recognize me from this. I hope not, because honestly, <laughs> it's not a first memory. It's still there on the internet. I don't mind. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I went viral on TikTok at one point during COVID, which was very interesting. Yes. <laughs> and was, if you see me, I was in my like Bob era, like my blonde Bob era. That's yes. what I say. So if you recognize me, that's the iconic click. I might recreate one day soon. I'm <laughs> also like, if you see me in person, like once, once you give the visuals, you see I'm a very colorful person. I think yeah, I express are. myself very outwardly because I realized in my childhood I didn't get the chance to express myself a lot because I was just trying to fit in and just do the right things and then now that I've managed to like accomplish a lot of things and be able to prove that yeah I can go out and I can look like this but I can still be serious when the time comes that's kind of been me um 
and yeah so yeah I've had my social media moments I still dabble in it I'm on Instagram if you see me I like to make I'm always a creative so I like editing in general like I like editing little videos I've always liked media I studied media in school even now the job that I'm doing now it's kind of elements of that I even told AK one of the roles that I'm doing in my current job is linked to like podcasting and creating and it's quite fun and even now I'm also like I mentioned before I am studying as well so I'm doing a master's but it's online in my own time so even when people ask me I forget that I'm doing it like I have to willingly (laughs) go home open my laptop and be like oh yeah I actually have like work to do so it's a different it's different I think COVID kind of got me used to it when everyone was like stuck at home and we had to study online so to me it kind of just feels like oh I'm back in that lifestyle again so it's something that I'm doing in my own time and I'm really lucky that I got into this course and it's something that I can do in my own time and it really complements what I want to do in my future it's something I really enjoy and it gives me that freedom to still go out and live life and also like spend time with family quality time and um, I'm very grateful for that and also just grateful for where I've managed to be so far and yeah I think that's hopefully I've gone through like a good intro into myself I can't yeah you have else. definitely have <laughs> and by the way when she says ak who's ak i am ak so people yeah. that are very close to me and fiona was actually the first one to start calling me ak back in like <laughs> secondary school you started calling me ak when i used to go to school people didn't mean how to pronounce my name like because yeah Mm. and they really were struggling I was like at this point the person's really trying that's like okay you can call me AK and then my friends that was like in secondary school that was really close to me it's, they just loved it and it stuck and even up to mm. now the people that really know me from secondary school like uni and my proper friends and stuff like that if they see me right now they only should call me AK they wouldn't call me Akosia yeah. yeah and I always tell people like that name came from my cousin actually it didn't come from my friends or like anybody outside it came from my cousin she's been calling me that since like we was little so yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, yeah I, I'll be saying that a lot throughout this because it's just my comfort. And like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, going to I didn't even realize I started I'm not just like Kuni I think it's because I like the whole nickname thing. Like yeah, even me, I go by nickname. Yeah, and like I think... you want Fifi Kid. You've been calling Fifi Kids literally since like <laughs> literally starts of like probably like primary school, secondary school time. Yeah, yeah. Just as long as I can remember. Yeah, so they've like, watched like so many <laughs> like um cartoons and stuff in a house together and everything like mm-hmm. remember when we used to watch the korean style we used to watch yeah. the 16 series we used to watch oh, the yeah. <laughs> oh my god so much memories coming ahead remember that uh, nintendo days when we used to have like all of us used to have like nintendo's and we used to just sit there mario oh my god yeah. so if I could, the way i still have that pink nintendo but i don't know if it's broken <laughs> One day I'll find a charger and I will I see if it's still a thing. I think mine was pink or it was black. I can't remember the color, mm. but I need to find it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Unless my friends yeah. didn't throw it away or something, but yeah. It yeah. used to be hooked onto that thing. Like, oh, hooked. I think everyone had that error. Like, yeah. oh my God. We, we, we actually proper had like childhood, like error, like proper had a childhood. We used to mm. do sleepovers, like all of us, like proper had a childhood. We wasn't like yeah. the kids stuck in our phones and didn't know people or didn't know anyone or just stuck in the house. We actually had, like, childhood. Yeah. Where was I community? Lucky. Yeah. Yeah. I guess because your family as well, it's much more easier mm-hmm. to be, like, to our moms. Like, yeah, and we didn't I really get far, far from each other, so. Yeah. <laughs> we went to the same church <laughs> as well, oh, so. yeah. Basically, <laughs> yeah, everything. But I just love your background. So you guys can really understand, like, me and Fifi and, like, you know, Fifi herself as well. Mm-hmm. She's giving us a really good breakdown, even breakdown into, like, me and her relationship. You guys can really understand, like, you know, this thing is really personal. But one thing I really want to go into more detail, and I think a lot of people probably want to hear as well, is going into, like, you know, educational journey. Like, obviously, like, from school, you went to uni. From after college, you went to uni. Then after you started your master's. Not a lot of people, like, decide to do that 
personally me I am not I, I'm an academic like I love school I love to study but I'm more of a creative so me going to do masters for me is never something that ever was in my plan something I probably would never probably do I'll never say never because you never know in life mm-hmm. what you might do but I just know myself that that is just not something I probably would do anytime soon yeah but you you are different so I want to know like you know, and the thing about our families we have a very academic family and not a lot of people I think me and you are probably the most creative people that I know within our family like because everybody else is very academic or like just academics yeah that's yeah. so true yeah I, yeah me and you stand out a lot like especially you oh my god <laughs> we do even like what we decided to do in, in school like I remember 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 when I decided to do like creative stuff and my dad was like ah it went completely ballistic <laughs> and I remember you decided to do media and like the whole family but even the ones in Ghana went ballistic I'm like what if you want to do media like yeah. you know because I think we should just stick to one thing but we really paved a different path for ourselves and we're really proving that yo because we, we haven't it's not like we know we just had to do something for us and we, we failed we haven't yeah. you're doing your thing i'm doing my thing like we probably like succeeded in what we want to do but we're not at the end of it yeah we're still going mm-hmm. but we haven't failed at it do you get me which is really like a i think it's really good for us like set and also for the people uh, ref, uh, the other kids in our family that's coming up like my little brothers my sister our other cousins and stuff mm-hmm. and our nieces that are coming up they can really like you know take them be like anybody who also who is creative like none is creative Kobe is very creative my man is like more of academic, I'll say. Mm, and it's other kids yeah. that's coming, like we you know, like like Christian, like all of them. Whoever will be a creative, they will be like, Oh, Fifi did it, I could say did it. That means we can do it too, you know? And mm. I think it also kind of paves that thing for the other ones that come. So I'm I'm personally like, really proud of us, like proud of us for sticking out and not cur- and, like you know, curving back in into ourselves by really sticking out like a soul farm and being proud of it, you know? Yeah. But that's something I just wanted to like applaud you for for, for being yourself always. Like you've always been yourself. Like you, we all know, Fifi is gonna do what she wants. And she's gonna like she's just gonna stand out and she doesn't care. As long as she's happy, she's ha- she's okay with it. And that's important, like something for people to take away from that as well. So I hope that you know. I know people will probably pick up more as we go on with this episode. Mm. But I really want you to dive into like you know your why I decided to do a masters, the journey with it so far. And what was one of the most valuable lessons like you've also learned within like university and just like a school in general? And how like you know it all applies to like now, like now that you're like in your early twenties. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. I love that. Also, like you mentioned in it, like I think one of the things that I remember, I remember seeing this quote somewhere. It was like a long time. You know, you just on the internet you see those like really inspirational quotes. And it was yeah. something about like being the representation that you never saw growing up. Yeah. kind of scenario and that's basically yeah, what we're doing yes. like we didn't we don't have anyone who's doing what we're doing right now like yeah. honestly what we're probably like you said we're probably going to be the reasons why the younger ones are going to want to be entering these fields or they have the courage to be like oh mom i want to do this instead yeah. like, i want to study film or i want to i want to actually do something creative i, I don't want to go and do just like law or something mm-hmm. like really academic like mm-hmm. or they want to be able to just dabble in something a bit different yeah or, be their interest a bit more and I think I think definitely we've like paid away for that and we had to go through like those struggles like I remember having it's just simple media studies like it's one subject <laughs> I was still I was still feeling it out and I'm still having people call me to do intervention and I remember my head was so rigid I was like I'm, I don't care but I'm, I was like but trust me I will do well and I'll be a good girl and I got good grade and I was thinking really and truly technically that helped me get into even this master's now yeah. yeah that's what I think about and I'm thinking if I went on to do a subject that I didn't like that I had no passion for I could have failed it exactly. and then you see I wouldn't even be in a situation I'm, I'm in now like even when I was doing my application for this master's that I'm doing now I had to 
go back to my media studies, they were even curious about one of the um, events that I did, like one of the video diaries that we made. I was in this project and it was like just a little documentary about people living in London. It's like a thousand Londoners project and even got shown in like museums. Ooh. And we got scouted to um, like my team, like my media team. We were doing our media studies projects, but we made like a little music video and we got picked to be in this um, documentary series. And I remember I, was, yeah, I even still have it on my LinkedIn. That's how proud of it I, I am. And I was probably only like, I don't even know, like 16, 17, 18, I don't remember. But I was young at the time. So even when I look at it, I'm like, this is so old. But even to this day, I think it's still got like a couple thousand views on YouTube. And I'm like, this is the reason why probably someone sat down and saw me coming from my terms. In terms of the UK, I don't know. I think it's kind of a global thing. Everyone wants to go to like the best schools yeah. and have the best thing on the diary. Technically, we didn't go to like one of those top, like Russell Group unis no, kind of scenario so like even for me now me the masters I'm doing yeah I'm studying at a really good school Imperial College mm-hmm. in London which I'm even to this day like I'm always grateful for and I'm shocked and one of the reasons why when I spoke to one of my lecturers about like why they ended up picking me was because they could see the drive that I had in mm-hmm. terms of the world of marketing and not just like oh the academic side but also the creative side because let's be real like the reason why we know of brands these days, the reason why we watch TV and stuff is all mm-hmm. because of the creative stuff. You don't think of it, but secretly in your yeah. head, like subliminally, the reason why you you think you want a coffee, for example, and that mm-hmm. you already have a company in your head, like you automatically go to that brand. And there's reason behind it. Like your the way your digital diary is when you're on the internet, everything, there's a lot, of, there's even psychology to it. And, the, and I study psychology, like, oh my God, everything like intertwines. And I remember thinking like, I know what I'm doing. When I picked to study media, psychology, English, I was like, I know what I'm doing because I can see myself in a field where I can apply elements of all of this and I can really enjoy myself and it still fits within my passions and my interests. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, the masters, I think my scenario is quite unique because I'm I'm sure everyone had that, especially if you haven't been to university yet. If any of you guys listen to this and you're still like deciding, honestly, weigh the pros and cons in general because there are some courses there where you might not even need a degree for it. And you can probably do an apprenticeship. You, like even now, I'm still jealous of some of my friends that did BTEC and they went on to start working because they are earning the money now and they're mm-hmm. really living life and they got their qualifications and they have no debt. So really, truly, yeah, university, yeah, yeah it's great. But from my point of view, like now, like in introspect, just looking back, like I'm so glad that I went through what I went through because mm-hmm. even to me, where I am now, all of that led me here and all of that is the reason why I got here and the course I'm studying is called strategic marketing and the modules that we study is just a range of things around the world of marketing, like digital marketing, going when you're online and you search for things and then you just search things, simple Google search and there'll be certain things. SEO, yeah. Yeah, the SEO, the search engine optimization, oh, let's yeah. go, you know, all of that, there's little things. And yeah. worth being the reason why certain brands will pop up more, why mm-hmm. you want to buy certain things, why your favourites, why the reason why even when you've looked at something one time, you'll still mm-hmm. see adverts for it when you're mm-hmm. somewhere else or yeah. you people always say that they think that google is like stalking them mm-hmm. and i'm That's not gonna true. lie secretly maybe i don't know i don't know about that one but you know like people feel like they'll just talk about something and it's anything everybody it. but it's honestly it's your pattern like you leave a digital footprint whether we mm-hmm. like it or not yeah you leave a footprint in the world even online virtual digital even if you think you don't trust me you do and you do. like even 
elements of that I get to learn about and also I get to learn about the theory the history of other successful like marketing brands advertising tv and this is technically like creative but I guess for this course is much more unique in the terms that obviously we have to go back to the business the frameworks examples of people who have mm-hmm. done it before the history of how this element of marketing is successful and what I think drawn me to this course was personally I mean after COVID and stuff I generally didn't think I wanted to do a master's but I was like the burnout from grinding for this degree and being able to accomplish and finish the dissertation that's the one thing I don't miss at all like I love writing I love I, I don't know if I mentioned it before but I love English I just love being able to use writing as an element to express and myself as well. as well and reading yeah oh yeah. my god if you search even you mentioned the the fish kit oh my god i have such cringy i, I still keep it because the digital <laughs> footprint is quite good i was i'm one of those girls that was in her fanfic era back way back when like yeah. my digital footprint is everywhere like i've been a creative in all elements like i like writing writing reading mm. oh my god that's me and even now the reason why I wanted to still possibly do a master's because I actually kind of miss that work of having to sit down and just write my thoughts yeah. and being able to articulate something that someone else will read and enjoy. Mm-hmm. And even when I finished my like dissertation and stuff, I was like, no, I'm kind of burnt out from doing an undergrad. Like, it's not easy, really and truly. It's not I, at all. It's not at all. But luckily, I think what I decided was, I was like, I'm just going to look. And I was like, I'm just going to look online. I'm just going to search courses similar to basically what I do. Because I was like, if I'm going on to do a master's, it has to be something I like. Or else I'm not doing it at all. And I think mm-hmm. that's the best way to do it by it. Go by it, especially at that level, at that stage in your life. At this point, I've already ticked off the, the life quest to get a degree. So technically, I've done what I needed to do respectfully. Yeah. I could just I start working. <laughs> yeah, like my mom can't ask me anymore. I might do my homework, but I've done it. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's me. So I looked online and luckily this course, they offered it. It's only within the last like three or four years. It's really recent that they started offering it online part-time. So it used to be like a normal master's where you'd have to go on a campus and stuff. And for me, I can already tell I did not want to spend another year mm-hmm. going to school in terms of just having to dedicate another year of my life to just yeah. your well, you education. Can't like money like that. Yeah. You have to like involve your life all around just that. Just yeah. That's basically what happened. So I saw that course and I was like, this is perfect. And genuinely, I only applied to this master's course. And even for me, I remember I applied, I paid the, the application fee. And I remember saying, um, my cousin, wow, I'm really paying to get rejected. <laughs> I was already killing my <laughs> I was already killing my opportunities from day one. Like my mindset was already like, nah, I'm just paying. Like I I loved it. I fell in love with the course. I fell in love with everything. And I think that's the reason why I would say only go for it if you genuinely like it at this point, because mm. this is an extension. Like a master's is not the beginning. It's already an extension of what you studied, an extension of an interest. Maybe it's a completely different field into what you've already studied in the past. Mm-hmm. Some people, they study like, for example, I don't know, science, biology, mm-hmm. and they go to a master's in history, for example. It's true. At that point, yeah. really and truly, even if it is a different subject, it's still an extension or something, extension of an interest. So... I remember I applied and then by God's grace I got I got in very quickly like I found out in like two three weeks I was so shocked I remember they really liked my application I remember thinking yeah. wow so I was like because usually that, that is usually not that quick yeah. Yeah. so even when I think about back to it I'm like I really 
I, I thought I didn't put much effort into it because I was juggling so much at the time, like in terms of just finishing my university, my undergrad. But I realized I was really grinding on the application, like pouring my heart out. And obviously they give you the little word count. And I was like, I'm an English expert. I know how to reduce this to the best way possible to be like, I'm the one for this course. Like this course is made for me. Like pick me, choose me, love me. <laughs> and <It's> me. <laughs> basically oh yeah this is basically my mind this is how my mind works everyone that's listening to this that's how I am that's the person I am I'm quite an open book as well I would say like Mm -hmm. even the way I express myself online I'm very authentically me Mm -hmm. and even in professional settings like somewhat professional somewhat serious settings I will never try and what's the word like hide how I feel or like who I am or like how I want to express myself and I think when people get little elements of that I would say like the little fifi charm they, yeah. they, they love it, you know, they eat it up. And I won't lie. And I like, think that's really key. It's key yeah. to be able to like, be yourself. I think that's one of the things I really like love about you is that your ability to be able to just be yourself no matter who's in a room, no matter what room it is, what color of the paint, no matter where we are, like you're always yourself. And that's yeah. something I really admire. And I think that's something that definitely people should definitely take away. Is like the best thing you can ever be is being yourself. And you've been yourself since we were kids. And look how far it's got you. Yeah. So being yourself is nothing, it doesn't matter what people think about you or people think you're weird, People, this person thinks you're cringe, this person thinks you're mm-hmm. this, it doesn't matter. Even if it's family or friends or strangers, whatever. As long as you know what you're doing and like, you're comfortable and happy with yourself, that's what it matters. Because you like being that's you never know how far you go with mm-hmm. that. But mm-hmm. I don't go far being myself than go far being somebody else. Because yeah. at one point I have to put a mask off and when I put it off, what am I going to do then? So mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's really yeah. another point I just want to make. But yeah, yeah. continue yeah, like yeah, you asked me like what was the like most valuable lesson I learned. It was basically yeah. to not change anything about like any decision I make. Any like if I have days where I'm like, oh, I don't want to do any work today. I just want to lie down. I just watch my, you know, you were mentioning my Korean dramas go the yeah. way I'm. I have personally, I have niches in terms of my interests. Like as a black girl growing up in London in the UK, in our area, mm-hmm. we are so technically we're like already alternative in the sense that we already branched out out of what the box that we already yes, meant to be molded into. South London is a box, bro. Let's just be honest. It, 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 like, has, it has stereotypical stuff, yeah. Yeah, and even now, when I'm when I was even in school, even I remember thinking that I'm just going to do what I want. I'm not, in terms of doing what I'm just going to live. I'm just going to try. I'm just going to just see how I end up just see what happens like I'll apply to this I was like even me what is interesting is I'm applying but I'm still saying to myself I like I'm not gonna get in but the fact that I still apply meant that secretly in my heart in my head I knew I deserved a place like there's that little thing where I think subconsciously in my head I think you knowing how you are you know your true self Mm-hmm. Even if you don't think you're going to get it, but you can see yourself even succeeding or enjoying it, or you can see yourself having a seat at the table in terms of just any element of your life, like anything. It could be just applying for a job, even just wanting to sign up for a choir, a club, anything. Just apply, even if you, even the act of applying is also a way for you to just see if it's uh, suitable for you, because you can get the vibe of the place that you want to join or the course that you want to take on, the step you want to take. A lot of people say this, even now I'm in the I'm in my career era. So yeah. people always say like when you do a job interview, you're it's also for the person to actually see if the company is a fit for them. So 
every decision you make, you also remember that you have the benefit as well. It's not you trying to take over or try to enter a really big space. It's also mm-hmm. for you to see if you feel that space is worthy of you, basically. Yeah. And I think that's one thing a lot of people forget and they don't realise. Like, yeah, the privilege is not on their side, it's also on your side. Like and being able to apply for all of these things is like something that you should take for granted in yeah. terms of realizing wow I have the merit where I can put myself forward and say mm-hmm. oh I deserve to be here or mm-hmm. I deserve to do this and I know that these people will have something beneficial for me or they will be elevated from something that I can provide and I think that's something that I really um I'm oh yeah I'm applying that all the way through my life like this mm-hmm. era the fact that I'm 23 right now mm-hmm. my head is I'm even processing it <laughs> like what I yeah. feel like I've matured so much as well like I'm still I want to say I'm not gonna be like I'm not like other girls I'm quite no I'm, I will say I'm still myself but like, I think you said it and yeah. even my on the internet like my personality the way I express myself you can tell because if I like something even if you don't know what I'm talking about I'll be referencing tv shows I'll be referencing things you don't need to know because personally I don't care if you know or not because it's my thing this is my platform either way I know the energy will still resonate you can just tell that's just Fifi being Fifi and that's one thing I love about myself and I think in in a serious sense Mm -hmm. in terms of like obviously education masters the one thing I would say to people is really and truly just do it (laughs) like just do it that's something you want to do go for it yeah. go for like, it go and do it and then if like at the end you're like you know i don't want to use it for maybe because one thing yeah i want to share is like mm-hmm. i did a master um no masters a marketing yeah mm-hmm. um course like it's like it's like a three months marketing course right and i thought because i did a bit of that in uni as well i called my my um career course so we talked about like pr and marketing as well so i i, I know stuff like that but when mm-hmm. I was doing, I thought, oh, I could maybe even just use it. But but today was the end of the course. I kind of realized the reason why probably God allowed me to go into that course instead. Because the things mm-hmm. I was learning on it, like I started the beginning of the year, I think it was like February or January, and then or something I finished in March. And the things I was learning, and uh, my my tutor, I was talking to her about like my podcast and the, and the plans and things I kind of want to do with my podcast. I don't look at it like it's just a podcast. I look at it like it's a brand. Like yeah, it's me building a brand, and it's a lot of things that this brand can create and recently can put out to the world. So I was telling her ideas, and then she was like, "Wow, like this course you're doing, don't look at it like a course. You might even end up working with somebody else. You can use everything in here to even help you." And when she was saying in the beginning, I was like, oh, "Okay, cool, okay, we'll see how it goes." And towards the end of the course, I realized like a lot of the things I was learning, I was actually implementing into my podcast when it comes to the mm-hmm. seo it's like because you know how i have a website yeah. for podcast now and i'll do blogging on there like i literally write and stuff like that on there like mm-hmm. i had to do seos like i didn't know that before and mm-hmm. like, even when it comes to like creating a brand or me creating our products right, along with my website along with my podcast i know how to push that marketing wise like all the things we were talking about here i've basically like done a little bit like into yeah. that three months course and trust me educate there's basically like different ways you can learn like you don't have to even if you say like for you you're like i don't want to do a master's i don't want to go to uni i don't want to do all these things mm-hmm. trust me education is so important like learning mm-hmm. something is so important so for me when i started doing that now at the end all the things i learned in that three months course you feel, feel like i'm taking i'm just implementing my podcast mm-hmm. and i'm loving it and i'm telling you like i've created a whole brand kit for my podcast like so many things that i can learn and now my podcast is like a different place than where it was in the beginning of the year because of those things i learned 
and I and I haven't even implemented everything. Yet. I'm still like going to be implemented throughout the year because that's one of the things like mm-hmm. I haven't started yet. And I'm just really, yeah. So just like a little thing for everybody, like if somebody wants to do a master, like Fifi saying, like go for it, go for it. Being scared, I feel sometimes confidence is not about you know you being just not scared or you being fearless. But like Fifi, Fifi is somebody who's very confident, and I, if you agree with me as well, like I think being mm. confident mainly means doing it while you're scared somebody who has mm-hmm. the ability to do it even though they're scared even though they're shaking in their boots their nerves they got butterflies they still get up and still go and do it that's true confidence mm-hmm. so whatever it is you want to do just go and do it and if it doesn't work out the way you want it to trust me you're going to learn something from it they're going to add it to other mm-hmm. part of your life like these things are transferable school like doing a master the things you're going to learn like for me the things i learned in that three months course i'm not using it like to work for anybody after or like you know going for like an interview or anything but I'm using it for another part of my life, like my podcast. And I didn't even think of that in the beginning, you know? So you never know where you can take you and the things you can learn from it. But that's just like my little two cents. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, 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 I love it. Yes, 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 yes. I 100% agree. Like, I 1,000% agree. Like, do it scared. Honestly, even now, I'm terrified. I, right now, I'm going through, like, a life change. Like, I'm going through a career change. Mm-hmm. In the next, by the time this episode is live, I would have started a new job. And this is such a big opportunity for me personally. Mm-hmm. And I'm terrified. But do you know what's funny? My confidence and the way I am, I think even in life, everyone has their little social commentary that they do in their head. Like, yeah. I, I, I treat life like a movie. Mm-hmm. So in my head, I'll really be narrating everything in terms of what <laughs> in terms of what I'm thinking. And it really eases me into everything. When I went into my job interviews, I was really having the time of my life. I was I thinking... That wow like this is meant to be such a serious moment in my life but in my head I was like at this point the fact that they really want to sit down with me oh my god how <laughs> how did I do this wow <laughs> life is crazy oh my god like this is real um Fifi back then would have been like you're joking I, I would have been like cut the cameras really and truly stop stop telling me jokes that I'm going to be here doing what I'm doing now because if you guys talk to me like not even a year ago and asked me if I was doing a master's I would have said no way mm. I, I I remember every time I was one people I'm like I'm done I was like once I finish this degree I'm going to sleep and really actually I'm very much awake <laughs> to more work and that's what's <laughs> interesting like I did it scared and I did it curious as well like if you're the curiosity is powerful you know if you yeah, don't know anything if really you don't is. know but you're curious you just want to see try mm-hmm. it because even if you find out you don't like it you've already ticked off this thing now you've already cut down one element of your life now you already know you're not going to go this way but now it's made it much more easier it's already pushing you closer to the path that you're meant to go into and a lot of people don't understand this like really and truly even if you know no idea about what this subject is or what this thing that keeps on scratching yeah, and itching your head to, yeah. yeah just honestly like try and even talk to people because for me I think one of the privileges I had was I was speaking to people that were in the world of marketing mm-hmm. and I was all speaking to my friends and just hearing what they were doing what they were saying and I was like well that sounds kind of interesting and I could see myself doing that and then but then also when I spoke to people doing things where I was like oh I like the writing maybe I want to do more writing focused um career work or even in my personal life maybe I want to be much more serious with even the social media that I'm doing I'll speak to some people and I hear their lifestyles and I hear the truth and I'm like oh actually I'm reflecting on myself and I know how I am would I actually enjoy this and there's little things like that where you can really see that 
okay, maybe I might not have all the answers, but you're not meant to have all the answers. You're not meant to have everything panned out before you make mm-hmm. every decision in your life. Or else there'll be no reason to be like deciding. It wouldn't be a decision. You have yeah. to go into it not knowing what is going to be in front of you because what's going to be behind the door, just open the door and then see. Because really and truly, if you never opened the door and you left it, you would never know that there's gold dust behind the door. <laughs> That's true, exactly. You, you, you would never know. So it's like, I've not sit down and every single day not knowing something and we're just thinking, oh my God, what if, what if, what if. I'm mm. just going and figure it out and just sitting there and doing what ifs and buts in the next, in the next two years or the next one mm. year or something. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to live at the what if and buts life. I want to just experience it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I've experienced it and be like, oh, it didn't work out or like it, it, this happened or maybe it, it wasn't right for me, I've realized. Then just sitting there and be like, what if I did it? What if mm. this? What? How would it have went? You know? Nah, we're not living life like that, man. You're not gonna. No, you're not gonna learn anything. First of all, and you're also not gonna get anywhere living life like that. You're gonna just be missing out on so many things, many opportunities as well. Yeah. So yeah, and the thing is, it's not gonna kill you to try things new. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. Like you know, sometimes most of the time, people always feel like I don't want to waste my time. It's like let's be honest, really. I get that. Obviously, nobody really wants to, you know waste two years or a year or six months and they feel like you know mm-hmm. kind of shit about it. But I, I've, I've kind of, for me, like, I don't look at life like that. I look at anything like, what have I learned from it? Even mm-hmm. when everyone else thinks like, I've wasted my time, like, even when I went to uni and I was doing, you know, the course, I was, my parents thought, I'm wasting my time and, you know, mm-hmm. I'm wasting my time. After the when I finished, I said, I want to move to Reading. I want to do something. They thought, oh, you know, go and do nursing now because go and do midwifery because you finished uni now. I'm just go and do that. And I was like, okay, I'll try for y'all because you guys keep bringing my head on it. I was like, cool. So, and I tried it and it didn't work out. And I said, I don't like it. And I left it. You know, they kind of thought, oh, but you're just wasting your time. So what do you want to do? And I was like, no, like this is ex- I'm experiencing life. Yes. Like I am just allowing myself to be free and just go with where the wind takes me. I'm not so rigid and so focused on one thing only. I'm because maybe the midwifery thing would have worked out for me. How would I have known if I didn't go and do it? <laughs> but now I know that it's definitely not my thing. And you guys can lay, but lay off my back with it now. Now I know that creativity is definitely my thing now. And no one can tell me otherwise because you guys have seen I've tried other things and it didn't work out. And this thing I'm doing it really works out for me. <laughs> so it's just like what all it will do for you just give you more certainty on exactly what the path actually is for you, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but people most of the time I get, get are scared. That's I think fear is like like one one of the biggest people you should have and it's yeah. not a lot of things. But literally, if you get fear out of your out of your mind and you just look at things from a different perspective and just, you know, what ifs and buts and blah, 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 and wasting your time and stuff, you will start experiencing things more and you start having more experience and, like, I think lessons underneath your belt, yeah, with the yes. life. Because I've learned a lot through trying things that didn't work for me, trying things and realizing, like, oh, I don't actually want to do that anymore, but I want to do this instead. Like, you know, it kind of, like, I feel like when you do things that doesn't work out for you or like it's not really what you want you thought you thought it was gonna be, it steers you more in the direction of what is really meant for you, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah. So <laughs> I hope that you know it's whoever is listening to this right now, that you that you really take that I think that's a really important part in life that people definitely need to like, you know, switch on for. Yeah, just go ahead and try it out. You never know what can happen after. The ifs and buses are the way to live life. But yeah. But one thing that you mentioned, right, that I really want to get into is that you talk about, you know, your internet life, like having a life on the internet and, you know, mm. content creating. I know, like, it's about going viral on TikTok and stuff like through the pandemic and everything. I remember that, that those days, the Bob days. I know about those. And I've seen <laughs> those videos. And you completely went viral for it. The, the thing is, one of the things you're doing in there, it was actually realistic. If you live in Britain, you kind of know that's how it is, really. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to just talk a bit more about that, like, you know, content creating, 
um what is it called like your journey with that and like also kind of like leading to because i also know that you also kind of went through this social media cleansing and cleaning like your social media thing as well and just mm. talk to us more about the whole content creation social media world and how it is for you yeah i um, okay how can i how can i go into this because honestly social media is such a big landscape yeah. like it's a big world is very mm-hmm. it's a lot you know even for those that don't recognize me because I, I won't i won't deny yes there might be people that know me in circles I've, i think what made me really realize the power of the internet because i'm also just a spectator i'm also just a person that uses the internet uses my mm-hmm. phone that's online i'm also just an audience member like i'm also just someone who likes entertainment and like being entertained and i just like sometimes what I think is really interesting about myself is I realized that I also do like being behind the camera more than in front of it sometimes and that's also what I've kind of leaned into recently in, in terms of my life but I still do enjoy being in front when I when I'm comfortable and I, when I feel like I want to express myself in this term, this type of way in terms of social media yeah I had my moment on TikTok and it was honestly that moment even caught me by surprise and I generally think it was just the timing in terms of the way the world was set because everyone was at home quarantining so everyone was on their phones a lot more and um everyone was just much more stuck they just didn't have anywhere to go you didn't have to go outside mm-hmm. and smell the flowers like you were basically restricted to your house and your, mm-hmm. where you were where you were based or you know safety so um even then when I made I remember I joined that I also social media wise I that was when I first joined TikTok so when I went viral I joined or less before that video went out like even for me I was like I'm only going to use Instagram I don't want to get addicted because social media is so addictive really yeah, actually. even now all day if you, if you, you can <laughs> there's benefits <laughs> and there's negativity to it as well like that's the thing it's really addictive yeah. and even for me like I knew of when it was musically we remember I remember your little brother sister mom they were obsessed with just musically I remember them doing the yeah music oh my god I the saw little, the video of when the first was doing that <laughs> when we were very young yeah <laughs> and I remember thinking wow like and I know how I am. I like, even how we remember we talked about the Nintendo. We were addicted to that yeah, at that stage, and that's just yes. our generation. Yeah. I knew if I had these apps extra, I would be really right. and truly like bad. I probably wouldn't have made it through school the way I did now <laughs> because already I was already battling like addiction to watching dramas mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And then I I was like so should, like Corona happens. I'm just in my my accommodation, and I was like you know well, let me just download this app. And genuinely, because I was even, I think it was one of the times when I tried exploring, expressing myself more because I was more confident because I didn't have to actually go outside and like face the music in terms of people like it or not. I was thinking, let me just go in front of the camera and just have fun with it and just film myself doing some commentary. Mm -hmm. I remember that same night I went out just up the road because of quarantine and I just had to quickly go to my friend that lived up the road from me in my university like campus to go. I think I had to go get something from her or something you know related. I forgot that same evening. I just checked my phone. I remember I I made my video. I posted it. I went to sleep, like napped as usual. Nothing else to do the rest of the day. I went up. I went to her place checking my phone suddenly my phone is blowing up and I thought I was being like hacked or something because <laughs> my TikTok app was really blowing up and obviously I've never used the app before I think even in the time in the comments people are asking me to stitch something or to like 
reply and I was like, I don't even know how to do this. I was in the comments like, can someone help me? I don't know how to do this. <laughs> That's how fresh I was on the app. And this is an app where um, this is the same generation that I'm in. So really and truly, I was like, I must sound like such an out-of-touch person. But it's really and truly because I was, at that time, I was also going through a social media cleanse in terms of I was limiting all the like, apps I was on because I was also trying to be a student. I was trying to be a good student. And I realized how addicted I was to certain things already. Mm-hmm. And from then, I think someone who was always curious in media and being a creative, like I've had my moments on TV as well, mm-hmm. but more in the background and just yeah. being interested in a film and the world of media in general. I've had elements. And I remember, I think what I was surprised was that I didn't realize that I kind of really knew that recipe for like virality like how things go viral obviously when i was on instagram i saw tiktoks people repost tiktoks on there all the time they even do now and when i joined instagram like, no when i joined tiktok i downloaded the app and then i saw like this trending sound and i, I kept on scrolling every couple of seconds just down because tiktok is never ending and i kept on seeing that trending sound and i was like you know i'm just join this trend and i still and what's funny is when i look back on that video i did everything i did the hashtags yeah. i even i even did the subtitles for my words and stuff i was basically subconsciously doing everything i needed to do for that video to do well and to like go in the eyes of everyone and the video ended up like nearly half a million views and then I was really like, you know what, I have the time. And the interaction was really amazing. It was my first time seeing the world from a perspective of someone who is a content creator or someone who's based on social media, like not quote unquote influencer, but someone who is, I don't want to say popular because really and truly, I think I was just viral. Like I just had my moment. Remember, the, I don't know if you know the app Vine where people make all these yeah, like movies. Yeah, I remember when I was a kid and I was obsessed with Vine, I used to be like to myself, oh, I, I just want to take on my bucket list of going viral at least once on the internet. Like, I just want to try. I just want to see what yeah. it's like. And I basically and I did that. Like to happen to me, so I know how it feels like. Yeah, and that was basically what I was experiencing. And I, I'm, even to this day, like, I'm grateful for that experience because it was really eye-opening. And it made me realise one element of myself that I didn't like as well. Because mm-hmm. even when I made that video, I was I was lucky to be controversial when I made it. Mm-hmm. I, the same way yeah, I wasn't was. expecting <laughs> myself to go viral or I thought only a couple of my friends would see it because I only just made that TikTok account as well it was very fresh like even my Instagram even today I don't have many followers in terms of like a big following but I do get what's interesting my engagement is up but my following is like minimal and I think I also is also me because I personally don't want to put myself out in front of too many people because I like I like the intimacy that I build between my friends and people that I just know internationally I would say so when I made that and then I posted it and it went viral. I remember being so shocked. And what was interesting, I remember I had like a lecture the next day or something, like an online lecture. And then someone, we, they put us in our breakout rooms on um, Zoom. And one of the classmates was like, oh, they're like, um, Fiona, um, are you on TikTok? And I remember thinking my heart sank. I was like, oh my <laughs> God, no. Like this has really spread too far. <laughs> and they were fun. like, yeah. And then, at the, that whole time when we were meant to be answering a question the teacher asked us, we were talking about me on TikTok and they were all like looking me up and stuff. And they're like, oh my God, it's you. And they're like, you should make it up. And I was like, yeah, I will I probably will. And it was really, what I think was really nice was that I was having people DM me on like Instagram and TikTok just saying like I made their day. Or they'll be like, oh, please make more. Or you made me laugh. Or like you made like my quarantine. I had like, kids and if that's what made me really scared like realizing how influential young people are like that I was having kids very, yeah. like laughing and stuff and role models very quickly role models, yeah and I was thinking <laughs> please like you don't you generally don't know me like yeah please don't think of me don't put me that book yeah you've no. only seen like this little not even seven second video of me mm-hmm. and you already think like you've already 
made me a whole personality. You haven't even seen how I am when I'm like when I'm in a bad mood. You haven't seen mm. me at my worst. Like this is crazy. And I you think you only know me from one video. You already one think video. like I am enough yeah. to. And that kind of tells you how scary social media is, as in like how influential you can be and mm-hmm. how people can really just I don't know the word for it, like. Because for me, I really, I'm very careful what I consume in, and I'm very aware of, like, the social media world. It is a very kind of, like, semi-quote-quote, it's a fake world. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not everybody. Everybody kind of shows their best side, or they try to. It's only a few people that are quite more authentic. Like, mm-hmm. the, the, the ratio from authenticity to, like, the fakeness is very, very high. Like, yeah. the, the, the fake stuff is more higher than the authentic people. Um, so I'm very mm-hmm. careful. But kids and stuff, like, they're very jumpy. They jump on everything. Mm-hmm. So it kind of scares you. Like, if you have, like, I have younger siblings, but, you know, they are more they are more wise than their age. So mm-hmm. I don't worry as much about them. But other kids out there who are, you know, not like that, and they're more easily influenced, it's quite scary, don't you think? Like, it's, it's, and mm-hmm. think about you having kids one day, like, you know, because I want to have kids one day. And I think I'm like, damn, yeah, my kids ain't having no social media until I like, say yeah. oh, I'm not God. giving phones to my kids that was six years old and five years old. Like, no. It's not happening. Like mm-hmm. even the screen time thing. Maybe I might yeah. feel one time and give my kid the iPad. I won't lie. I won't deny that yeah. about myself. But <laughs> that yeah, really actually experiencing it now, yeah, they're not getting their phone anytime soon. Yeah. I really actually I will take them everywhere to and for they don't need the phone. I, I know yeah. when I'll give them the phone. But like that pers- that side of social media is also interesting because I think I'm a case study of someone who also had the opportunity to become quote unquote like famous and stuff and I didn't really take it because mm-hmm. I, I did continue on so TikTok. I still am on TikTok. Mm-hmm. But also I was also being a student, like genuine life was busy mm-hmm. at the same time. So I had a lot to juggle. But I did make it like a series. I posted like a couple more TikToks in that same theme and yeah. I was having people request more. Like even to this day, I would have one person comment randomly out of the blue, be like, oh when's the next video? Oh you should make more the or someone like DM yeah. me on Instagram and because they've just discovered me because you know your digital footprint yeah. lasts very like long and they'll be like oh we need more or like oh we missed this mm-hmm. or like oh you're you're like they'll, they'll call me oh, like a legend and stuff I remember yeah. somebody made like a compilation on TikTok and it was like like quote unquote like viral British moments and then I was in it and I was like <laughs> oh my god no, no I think I'm not I think one of them the whole um when you said oh when people oh there's something you said I want to quote on it but the whole thing of, yeah, some people are saying make the same thing and like you could have taken that yeah. and just like run with it. It's yeah. how like is and I'm I'm glad like you didn't and I'm glad that you kind of caught onto it. It's very mm. easy for you to like start creating content for to make other people happy. Like, and I want to if I don't know if you've also kind of been through it, like you've seen it yourself, mm. like where you go on somebody's page, you can tell them make the same kind of comment. Obviously, like don't make a comment that your audience love, like that's the whole point. Like you're putting your mm-hmm. video for people and new people tapping into you want to make content for it, make also make them make sure that you know you're making your audience happy. But it's also very good to like also like navigate your own way. And if you don't, let's say if you don't want to make that kind of content, to not keep making it because other people keep requesting mm-hmm. and keep making it happy. And I've seen a lot of people who've fallen into that and they keep doing the same thing because that's what kind of made them go viral. Mm-hmm. And they see like, oh, that's what people know them for. So that's what they keep doing. And then it's like, and I always look at them like, do you have any other things to like give to the world? And I'm sure you do. And I'm sure there's more to you than just this part of you. But it's like, you keep doing the same thing because you think that's what made you go viral that's what people know you for so you just want to stick to one box mm-hmm. did you ever feel like they'll feel like you kind of fall into that trap 
yeah I, I i could tell and i felt like i was also i was hyper aware of it but i was mm-hmm. also like falling into trap like you can't help it at the moment you have that moment yeah. of like a bit of like a high like oh my god like people like me what yeah. okay let me fall into this but then also i realized like personality wise i think me i'm type of person if i'm not interested in something mm-hmm. if i'm like not if I'm like bored of it, I won't do it anymore. Like you're and not I easily mean, influenced and easily like coached into something. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. even made that. Like it's not up there. I remember, I remember, I made like three sequels of that like video that went viral. And all, mm-hmm. all of them did really well in terms of views. And I made like a fourth or a fifth one. And I remember I posted it in the evening, and immediately it started getting views and like interactions oh, and stuff. And then I remember, and then I remember getting a lot of comments. And obviously, because my stuff was about like British and like Americans, like I have people like Americans, and it's like playing on the beef that we have, like mm-hmm. the imaginary beef we have. And <laughs> I was already having like those negative comments and people like finding each other in the comments. It, I remember that same hour I ended up deleting the video. And I remember thinking, yeah. wow, I just stopped myself from going viral again. Like I just yeah. blocked myself. And it was at that moment when I realized that like, I genuinely did not care. Like I genuinely you this just having not fun me. and something just came out of that and you yeah. don't want to like create something that's like becomes a negative thing and i think it's really good to be like that means that just shows that you're very conscious and it's something a lot of people in that generation don't really do anymore because of mm-hmm. the hype to be famous and the hype to be an influence and the hype to be so big and go viral on social media that people have lost this, that 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 kind of feeling that we have as humans where like you're very conscious of something and you're very aware that that self-awareness right there mm-hmm. and it's like I can I can do this I can do that but what's the consequences? A lot of people when you say on social media they don't really care as long as they get the views and they get some money or like they make something from me or the name gets put out there that's what they kind of care about now, and it's quite yeah. sad. And I'm really yeah. like glad to hear like you 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 was you didn't fall into you're very conscious of that and you chose to like nah I don't want to make something like that's supposed to be funny but I you know but people mm-hmm. might see the wrong way and I say it becomes crazy then I start having dirt on my name that I don't even want and that's yeah. not me you know and that can actually like hinder you in the future because mm-hmm. you know the life that you want to live and you know where you're going that like, your life is not just on social media like you actually want to create something that's like complete even mm-hmm. off social media for yourself and that's really really good to hear because people most of the time get to that point they just kind of lose sight of all of that and just yeah. Think, yeah the internet the internet and they just want to they fall in love with that fame too quickly and they realize that fame actually doesn't mean riches mm-hmm. and fame mm-hmm. can't be taken away from you like that the same way it can be given mm-hmm. to you and yeah so it really is temporary yeah it very is. temporary and i know that you went through like a social media cl- and cleaning like time like talk to mm. just like give us a, just a little like intro like a two minutes little intro into like yeah. that like what what made you do the whole clean like cleansing yourself on social media and, like clean everything out and kind of having like a break from and everything yeah because i think i was still in not my immature like sense but i think what really made me realize was that I was low-key being like manipulated in the mm-hmm. way that I was seeing myself like certain elements about myself like physically mentally mm-hmm. I was already having insecurities and those insecurities really and truly if I did not have a phone those insecurities I would have never discovered them about uh-huh. myself and that's what I realized like it was really social media doing that to me and mm-hmm. I couldn't help it is is your algorithm it depends yeah. on what you scroll on what you interact with more i'm also goofy so i also so the reason why i even went viral for that kind of content was because i'm always consuming like comedy comedic yeah, yeah, like and, vulgar. and in general like i have there's people there and sometimes they go borderline like what's the word like not dark jokes but they go borderline kind of mean and they'll even they'll, i'll be comedians that i'll see like internet comedians i'll call them that even though they're not really like that and they'll make jokes about women and stuff and like oh yeah. London girls uh, 
And then I started realizing, like, I don't want to be like that. Like, I don't mm-hmm. want guys to see me like that. So then mm-hmm. I would start hating certain things about myself, trying to change certain things about myself. And then also mm-hmm. just in general, as a black girl, if I want to, I'm also using the internet to learn how to do things. Like, the internet is such a beautiful free resource. Yeah. Like, YouTube, I'm such in love with YouTube. Me as a black girl, I'm learning how to do things like my hair, my nails, my just general makeup like maintenance and stuff like mm-hmm. that and I realized I was only getting tutorials from really and truly people that don't look like me mm-hmm. people that don't really fit the box like why am I looking at a tutorial on how to apply makeup on a base that is not the same as mine like it Thank won't look God. the same on me and then when I do it myself and then I don't get the same result mm-hmm. I'm here thinking oh like did I do it wrong or I'm not mm-hmm. good or I don't look good or I didn't look pretty but as soon as I started following much more black creators much more mm-hmm. black like models influencers more people that visually look like me and my family i would mm-hmm. say mm-hmm. yeah my yeah. algorithm now when i'm on instagram i genuinely enjoy it like sometimes That's, i'll get i get what, like i get that because exactly how like for me yeah. I saying, I'd be like, i'm very conscious of what i put like you know me like i've never been the social media person like if i always tell people that like, if it wasn't for my podcast i won't be on social mm-hmm. media because or if i was i would just be like that mysterious girl that this person wants in the blue <laughs> because i from a since we were young, like, I've just never been the person to put myself, like, in the main limelight. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just in my corner doing my own thing. and But I'm very outspoken as well. But on social media, I only got into social media, like, I think, like, almost two years ago when, like, when I got my boyfriend in, he was like, bro, he mm. loves Snapchat. Like, he's on Snapchat. He's on Instagram. Like, he has his thing. He kind of would make, like, and I remember you didn't you and at one time you made me you made Snapchat for me and I even deleted it. <laughs> one of my yeah. friends made it for me as well, I deleted it. And he made it for me. He's like, just like, you know, just streak me, like send things to me, like just have me on there. And then mm-hmm. that's how that's how I started people like, you know, because I've got other friends that would want me on there, blah, blah, blah. And it kind of grew to how it is now. And then you know, I started putting some of my creative stuff on there as well, and like Snapchat. And people loved it, and on Instagram as well. And after that, I deleted it because I was like, oh, I don't want this. I don't want to be on on all this. I just want to just be my own bubble. And then when I started my podcast like last year, March, and was, I realized like the power of the internet to like use that to promote and to push it. And a lot of people on my Snapchat really like people I don't even know at all, like strangers, like in Ghana, in Nigeria, mm. different countries. People flock to it, like they support, especially Ghanaians, they supported it like proper pushed. Mm. Up to today, they, they, my, see my Snapchat is like, like one of my favorite places, like social media places, mm. because they're really proper, like family to me. And um, because I saw the push and I saw the love from them, like the support and how you can really grow something from nothing, like my podcast, I saw like, yeah, I can really use this properly. Like instead of me looking at it as, you know, mm. oh, something just, you know, negative and everybody thinks social media is negative. Let me really study this thing properly and really figure my way out and use, know how to like, how can I use it for positive? How can I also use it for my podcast and grow it? And I kind of cracked the algorithm that now nah, it's not about being negative. It's about what you decide to consume. So for me, I have yeah. Instagram. I have three Instagram pages, one for my brand designing, brand designing i have one for my personal and one for my podcast and all of the if you go on there is nothing but positive stuff because i proper if i go my if i go on my instagram like my school page and i see anything negative anything i don't want to see anything mm-hmm. i would just that if i knew that i consume it would just shame me to a different person it wouldn't help me i click uninterested real quick yes. I, do same, I do the same thing on tiktok as well like i've been blocking people on tiktok because i don't see the content not because i don't like them because i don't know them but yeah. sometimes the content that they be creating Snap TikTok keeps sending them to me like it's just part of the FYP and I block them because I'm like I don't want to see this stuff it's not positive and then even with ads as well on TikTok I'd be like clicking uninterested on certain ads because I don't want to keep seeing that even though it it doesn't really some some makeup so I don't want to keep seeing it some stuff some products I don't want to see it like why is it there so once I started doing that more my my Instagram is full of like cat stuff 
things to do with dreadlocks <laughs> like locks things to do with like po- other podcasts positive yeah. stuff like things like maybe fashion and you know style and things like that kind of things i'm also into creative style the same for my tiktok as well mm-hmm. and even up to today i still be filtering day in and day out because you have to because sometimes, sometimes the algorithm yeah. will test you it will bring things on it that you know they know that you don't want just to test you that maybe you might want yeah. it out and yeah it's just like like you're saying like it's about filtering and really realizing what you you want to consume and once you just take control like once you take control of your social media and you, you know what who you are and what you're trying to do on that app you, it's yeah. much more beautiful because now i look at like i don't use social media to like just use it i use it to like share my talent my gifts with the world and to like grow an audience and grow a community from that of other people who are just like me who also want to connect with other people around the world who are like them and mm. it's absolutely beautiful when you see it in that way yeah almost yeah. you mentioning how long it took you to start going on the internet or like in- instagram i'm yeah. still mad at this because really i could see the potential in you like in terms of you just being like someone i'd want to follow and just be able to see your feed your life because people forget instagram is digital diary if yeah. there's any like adults watching this i'm sure there might be parents as well yes the internet is a scary place but like we said, now a lot of people have realised that to the point that their companies like Instagram, they've made it so that you can curate it and make it, customise it for yeah. you. Like your algorithm, like you said, you can click not interested in certain types of content and now mm-hmm. your feed will be much more cleaner. I will, mm-hmm. I will only look at much more positive stuff, like affirmations, much more positive yeah. pages. And then as soon as anything switches I don't like, I'll change it. And then it's really made my journey. And it's, I think it also influences your lifestyle, your mindset as well. Because yeah, now... The content I'm taking in is a much more positive and it's really helped my well-being as well. And obviously, because my downtime, a lot of people, we don't admit it, but we spend a lot of time on the screen. When I'm having mm-hmm. my downtime yeah. after a long day, you don't realise that if you go home, you've had a long day at work, for example, you come home and you're just looking at negative stuff and things that really kill your mood. It will really, it won't, you don't think it will eat you now, but suddenly you will realise that your personality, your mindset has changed a lot more and you don't think you're, a lot of people don't think they're easily influential, but really and truly you are. If you don't think you are on a normal influence, the reason you think the way you do now, trust me, if you weren't born in this in the country, in the land, whatever, whatever person you are now, if you weren't born up in this, it's all the whole nature versus nature. I'm not trying to go technical, like all about this biology stuff but you know what i mean like the psychology if, thing if yeah. you were born in a different lifestyle a different environment you would not be thinking the way you do now and a lot of people don't realize that so it's really a truly you can make it the path that you want you can actually create it for yourself and it will really also motivate yourself like you you can put things in your path that motivate you to want to get up and i don't know go to the gym for example or get up mm-hmm. and want to actually practice this new skill that you yeah. want to really get better at and just hobbies and general lifestyle and well-being mm-hmm. so i think yeah social media cleansing is so underrated that's mm-hmm. i think yeah. it's something that we consume every day it's the most important way of cleansing yourself mentally i would say 100 same healthy boundaries with the even me like last month here april like that last week of april i literally went off one week of social media tiktok mm-hmm. snapchat instagram everything like I already posted my um my my episode for that week done. I've already mm. put it out that people know it's out. I don't I just took the rest of the week off. Four mm. six days off. And and I I was like I before I enter into this month of May, May is a very special month for me because it's a month of my birthday and my boyfriend's birthday. Mm. So I take it very like it's a month for me to just like get ready for like what the next chapter is gonna bring. So I was like, before I enter into this month, I just want a little break from everything. I just want to consume only me and my thoughts and me. Mm-hmm. I don't want to consume any other thoughts, I don't want to consume anything, I don't want to consume nobody else apart from me <laughs> and 
I loved it. I was up six. I wasn't sick. I wasn't, nothing was wrong with me. I just decided to go off. And I had people messaging me like, what's wrong with you? Are you okay? I'm like, why is why is it that I have to not be okay to mm. go on social media? And that's what you're saying. It's very underrated. It's not normalized. Like, if somebody goes on social media, they're like, oh, maybe the person just wants attention. Maybe the person is like, you know, sick or something's wrong with them. You know, they're going through something. Nah, I wasn't going through anything. I just wanted a break. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's definitely something that people should like tap more into. Like, use it. But make sure you also take your breaks, make it healthy, set healthy boundaries with, you know, filter and everything like that. So I'm glad you spoke on that. But speaking about boundaries, I know that's something that I really want to talk about, talk with about you because I know that you have a lot of things to share on that. It's friends, <laughs> friendships. So like, I want to hear your perspective on, like, especially like specifically boundaries, what they mean to you. So we talked about, you know, the whole social media thing, but what does the boundaries actually mean to you? And how do you actually like apply it like in your daily life? And also going to like, you know, managing friendships and things like that as well and setting like healthy boundaries in general. Yeah. Oh my gosh, there's, there's a quote. I don't know where the quote is from. It's the internet. Everything is plagiarized. So I can't, I can't say where it's from. <laughs> but it's a quote like, don't, just because you're thirsty doesn't mean you should drink poison. Oh. And I I love it. Because I legit, that's my mantra in my head right now. When I have a man, when I feel a bit desperate, I feel a bit wavering to like bad habits or bad environments that are comfortable and something I want to do that I know I shouldn't be doing. Well, mm-hmm. people I want to put myself around, mm-hmm. that's one of the things that really slaps me back into reality, I would say. And in terms of boundaries, like, I think I've become much more better at it. I'm, I won't deny, I have moments when I think I'm very much a people pleaser. So I'll be like, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. like, if someone's like, oh, let's go here, let's go do that. I will schedule my time out for other people and not for myself. But I've obviously had a much more greater reawakening and I've flipped that much more. And also, I guess life has made it much more serious for me in terms of booking my time out and making sure that I have put time for myself and being a bit more selfish because really and truly if I'm not well then people around me won't be well yeah. and um I think I've been blessed in the terms that I've post- I've had a lot of positive experiences I think a lot of people have had their stories you see those stories on the internet mm-hmm. and people talking about like even on Twitter and people talking about like crazy friendship stories breakups yeah. and stuff I, personally I've not had as many crazy stories like that mm-hmm. I've had moments where I've had people who I fought were one way to me and they've shown me who they truly are and I think I'm really lucky in the sense that once I see what someone truly is mm-hmm. I will that's it for me like I won't go back to that once I see how you really are it won't leave my head like people say forgive will never forget and that's like the truth that's like, that's my thing as well oh my god and but I'm so glad forget. you said that because sometimes you, I feel like people make you feel bad for being like that because for mm. me even if you're my friend and I see I always tell like people that's around me like my boyfriend my sister like they know it's like if you show me shaggy, like God is mm-hmm. you show me shaggy, you show me something bad, you show me your true colours, mm. and I see that I don't like it, I can't subscribe to that. You are out of my life, and trust mm-hmm. me, there's no second chances. There's, no, I don't believe in second chances all the time. Cause I feel like people use that second chances thing to do stupidness. Cause they feel mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, everybody gets a second chance, but what you did is unforgivable. Mm-hmm. Even if I can forgive you, I can't allow you back into my space because now the trust is gone. Yeah. And it's really? like it's okay to like you know have friendship breakups. If I'm, it doesn't be, it doesn't mean I hate you. I don't hate you. Mm-hmm. Like you're my enemy. But 
I just don't want you in my space and it's okay. Mm-hmm. We don't have to fight. But that's one thing I just want. Yeah, I'm glad yeah. you brought that up. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I was here nodding like yes, yes, yes. Very enthusiastically the whole time through. And yeah. yeah. And I think people forget that you're allowed to mature and you're allowed to change mm-hmm. and you're allowed to develop like yeah people might know you as a different person years ago but people say you've changed um what's wrong with that sorry yeah, respectfully I'm, I'm not supposed to say the same i've changed because i've learned a lot that's the whole yeah. point of education like mm-hmm. if you spoke to fiona a long time ago yeah. fiona was much more immature all i cared about was maybe just making sure that i got home to play games on my phone that was a child so why do you want me to still be in the mindset of a child i'm really truly an adult now so you can also just like you said like not friendship breakers but you can also just grow out of that relationship and it's just natural people think that you're meant to be stuck in one way of life like you're meant to be surrounded by the same people in your life you'll be surprised i remember when people knew that trend would have put their mages and they'll put mm-hmm. their mages to symbolize every friend and they'll be like me at the beginning of year all these friends and then suddenly the end of year is only like two mages and i was thinking yeah trust me it happens <laughs> even you yourself are shocked because at the beginning of year you don't think that would happen you're thinking yeah. oh yeah i'm going to see the people all the time but it's fine like your environment changes people move like life changes and boundary setting will really having boundaries as well as well as experiencing changes in life is really what's going to make you realize that everything that's happening is fine is normal you're allowed to change your mind about something or about Mm -hmm. someone you're allowed to change your mind about what you thought you liked like there's a reason people talk about consent and just thinking oh yeah you said yes to it now but later on you decide you don't want to you're you're allowed to you're fine like your feelings are valid just you're you're an emotional person like we're humans we have emotions you're allowed to change your mind on things really and truly just embrace it and just take it as it comes just be aware of what you're feeling at the moment and just sit into it and just realize that this is fine like you don't feel like you want to be around this environment anymore you've realized you don't like it as much as you used to that's fine that's yeah. really truly fine and boundaries really and truly boundary can be any sort of boundary it can be like mm-hmm. we mentioned like social media certain boundaries mm-hmm. when you start seeing negative content you want to block it or people like you said you might even block certain media not because you don't like it but you just mm-hmm. don't want it in your line of sight you don't want it to affect you you might not mm-hmm. be healthy mentally at this time in your life but you want to just make sure that you feed yourself in a way that really nourishes you in all aspects of your life and sometimes people are also like people are part of that as well like you want to make sure you're surrounded by people who make you feel happy and Mm -hmm. feel like you want to wake up to see them and if you feel like maybe some people are always shocked when they experience this and they realize that oh there's someone that they thought they're going to be in their life for a very long time Mm -hmm. suddenly they're not they're really shocked for themselves like oh why did I end up not seeing this person more in my future or oh, I'm so surprised this person's not going to be with me in the key moment of my life like so when I get married and have kids for example but it's fine that and even then it's a blessing in disguise because you end up meeting someone that later stage in your life and they fit that current stage in your life and your current mindset so mm-hmm. that's the reason why they're there at the time and you should go with what makes you feel happy and what makes you feel content and what makes you feel like you want like happy in general just feels happy in general and I think having boundaries like that is definitely it's a learning curve you just have to change the way you change and you mature your habits and your lifestyle changes though you can't deny it once once I stop being a student I stop having a student lifestyle mm-hmm. and then but technically of life like he's a student of life I'm still yeah. a student of life so I'm still learning yeah. so the same way I'm learning 
all these different things. Oh, I feel so smart for saying that. <laughs> so, I, love uh, it. I love that analogy. Just embedding that in there. Let's go. Let's but like, go. you know, <laughs> but you know, like the same way I've become like a student of life, I'm realizing as well that it's fine. Like I'm learning, even I'm learning things about myself that I'm surprised. Like I didn't know I was this type of person. I think people have moments when they're surprised that they're able to say no, but back then they were definitely not even able to open their mouth and say no or don't always say yes and even me I'm surprised sometimes when I'm able to reject certain things in my life and have the confidence to do it now and I generally don't feel bad about it anymore but back then I would have been like shaking and really nervous about it and I think just maintaining just your mindset and your well-being like that's the thing when you look after yourself even in general little things just little self-care days like you know what you like like me I have little things like when I go out for a day and I just maybe I'm going to library I might study for a bit and I'll go maybe get some snacks because I'm still trying to hurt heart so I will go and get some snacks and I feel really wholesome like I feel really happy for the day and like I have little routines that whenever I'm feeling low I will put myself back in that routine and it really reassures me and I realize well I'm actually okay and yeah I'm surprised that this has happened to me maybe this isn't as positive as I thought it would be but that's life and once you accept it you realize oh actually you become more grateful for that history those experiences there might be people that are not in your life anymore but you realize you appreciate them a lot you appreciate them a lot more because of the limited time you had with them for example and it's it's kind of like a blessing in disguise yeah I'm glad to hear that. That was you put it absolutely beautifully and sprinkling the scene of life in there was so cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was so cute. <laughs> Thank you so much, Ruby. That was absolutely amazing. Just to like, wrap it all up, because we've mm. come towards the end of it now, is I want you to talk about because I you know this podcast is all about wellness, you know. Mm. And this whole episode that we're doing, this whole conversation we are having right now, it's about your journey. I, d- I didn't want to bring people on here just to talk about wellness or talk about, you know, mental health and mm. mental wellness, emotional, spiritual. I don't know what is that. I wanted people to come on and, and speak about their journey throughout their life, the parts mm. that they feel comfortable speaking. Like, you've gone through right now, like, from your school to, like, understanding who you are, to who you are today, even why you decided to do master, even giving like, advice to people who are academics like you, who might want to do something like that, or even other uh, opportunities that are out there for them. And I know people that are in academics that want to go into that, they'll get, get a lot from that. You went into content creating, like who you are, how you even got into it, what you taught you about yourself, things that you also learned, things that you able to also change about yourself that you realize you was kind of getting into, and just be more conscious. Um, your social media, how you understand social media now from maybe from a couple of years ago or when you first started using it properly, mm-hmm. and even boundaries now we just spoke about boundaries cleansing out social media boundaries when it comes to friends when it comes to just what you want to do in your life in general and this creates a space of a very well-built space of wellness for yourself so just and i want to talk about you know wellness for you like when it comes mm-hmm. to both physically spiritually mentally emotionally how do you make sure that you are taking care of yourself all the way around and you're you know putting yourself in spaces that will also like kind of like giving yourself the proper self-care because i feel like self-care is basically mm-hmm. self-respect so how do you give that back to yourself in different aspects when it comes to physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's also like when you have moments when your mind is just thinking, like you're just sitting down in silence. Maybe I'm thinking about what I'm going to eat for, for dinner today, for example. <laughs> when it's only my mind, I even, you know, when you have a conversation like we've had now and then we talk mm-hmm. about one topic and at the end we've talked about something completely different. Yeah. You, you realise that <laughs> your mind is really just working over time. Yeah. And the way you feel 
and what what comes into your mind in terms of life and your well-being and what you want to do like sometimes you you plan things for a day that day comes and then it completely goes off plan but then you're still happy at the end of it and I think realizing that the fact that you were happy throughout even though it didn't go to plan is something that is really something to be happy about and realize that oh wow my men- mentally I must be much more better because technically things didn't go to plan but I still had a good day I still had yeah. a good time yeah. I still feel fulfilled like I still feel like I did everything I wanted to do the day and even if I didn't manage to, for example, say I made like a whole shopping list and I didn't end up getting everything I wanted, I can go back another day and get it really and truly. Like being, your spirituality is a journey. You're not meant to tick everything off in one go. You're not meant to be perfectly well and positive every single day. That's impossible. Like there's a reason it's just not, it's just not going to happen. I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't want to explain. Right. That's but, very true. It's like that's what it's saying. Be like being a student of life. You're meant to still learn. Even even old people, some of them go back to university, for example. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. they still want to learn. At this point in their life, what do they need to go for? It's because <laughs> at that point in their life, they've felt it in their body, in their spirit, in their mind that they want to study something new. They just want it. Mm-hmm. They want to pursue a different passion. And I think, like I mentioned, like self-care, like mm-hmm. little self-care days, like I'll do little things for myself. Obviously, I'll be more smart about it, but I'll maybe I might realize, oh, actually, this comforts me. This maybe this show comforts me doing this. act. I guess I'm speaking from the perspective of a woman. So I guess for guys, it might be different. But like for me, I really enjoy little things like painting my nails, for example, mm-hmm. or sitting down and just having like a coffee and reading a book. Mm-hmm. Some people don't like doing that. Maybe they want to go outside, maybe go to a fun fair, for example. I yeah, don't some know. people more want to be outdoors, outdoors. Out, outdoors. If that makes you happy, make do sure it. that <laughs> you have that in the back of your head. Like, this is what I really enjoy. And if you feel like your body craves it sometimes, like, remember that this is what you can schedule for yourself. And then when you go and experience it, it resets you for the week. It resets you for the day. And you feel really happy and looking after yourself. Like, you already know what you like. Like, mm-hmm. I can't explain it in a way that makes sense, but you already know what you like and what you don't like, or else you wouldn't exists you wouldn't be happy because you already know if something's not making you comfortable you your body feels it your mind feels it so you already know that's not what you want to do so you already know what you like doing even if it's like for example like i really like hot chocolate i like a mocha coffee i i really like that but i can't drink black coffee <laughs> so for me yeah, i already I like know what i like lattes, like with all, yeah. yeah caramel lattes i love them i think you're the one that mentioned it to me Caramel, you know, you know they could add like the syrup and make it taste like caramelly and stuff. And I yeah. tried it for the first time the other day, and I was so annoyed with myself. Yeah. I've worked part-time <laughs> jobs as a barista, and I never understood why people asked me to pop the syrup in the coffee. Like I just didn't process it. It's a weird moment. Anyways, <laughs> let me let me go on a tangent here because I was. This is what I mean. See, my mind was talking about wellness, and I'm talking about coffee. Basically, I'm saying that because I'm looking at my Costa coffee that's in my room right now because oh, I'm thinking, that. should I? should i buy more like i mean we have coffee at home but you see wellness <laughs> my mom can't judge me if i want to go out and buy a coffee today what's she gonna say exactly <laughs> I'm, like, for me. I'm pampering myself like yeah myself once i'm give it to myself yeah and you and i know it's cringy to say but you do only live once you do and yeah you should really it sounds hard but just try your best i can't explain it in a way like you're not meant to do everything perfect like mm-hmm. I've bought books on money management mm-hmm. I've bought books on wellness fitness I've mm-hmm. paid for gym membership mm-hmm. and I haven't gotten and I haven't read the book <laughs> the book is still sitting there and that was only part of my I had that moment of waking like oh I'm ready I'm staying in bed I'm like yes I'm gonna start doing all of this now mm-hmm. I'm gonna start looking after myself I'm gonna tick up all these boxes I'm gonna know everything mm-hmm. I'm gonna be so smart with my money I'm gonna start saving I'm gonna start doing this, 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 this. and I don't do it and then 
but then even now I'm still content because the book is still there. I might not reason it in the future. Mm-hmm. The the gym's still there. I might unsubscribe and end up paying for it later. I might go visit later. Like everything is still there. Like you can take your time. Like you only live once mm-hmm. and you're allowed to just think and just experience life in the moment. And I guess in terms of just like your mental well being is what you consume. Like we talked about social media cleansing. That's such a big part of it. Even me, there's this app that I've fell in love with. I don't have the free um the I had a moment where my job paid for the membership, but I don't have that job anymore. So I'm not paying <laughs> for it. But there's this app called Headspace and I used to just listen to like the med- the sleep stories to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. And it's re- and I feel like a kid again, like little sleep stories, like and it's really helped me relax. And then when I sleep, I sleep good. Yeah. And little things like that, like I realized that when I want to really unwind, mm-hmm. I can take advantage of this digital world we're in now yeah. and go online and find something that comforts me and just listen to it. I listened to a really boring sleep story the other day, and I really slept so well. And little things like that, just little actions you can do. And it's not it has to be. It doesn't have to be anything big. Like mm-hmm. you getting up. And taking a shower, for example, people have their low moments. Mm-hmm. You know you don't want to, like you're not feeling it. But after you've had that shower, you feel much more better. You can tap yourself on the back, you know, and be like, wow, I did it. Like there's little things like that. Just looking after yourself doesn't have to be a big thing. Like we're always on a journey. You can take it slow. Just take it at your pace. You don't have to have everything figured out. That's not mm-hmm. the point. You should just try. And even you sitting down, for example, to listen to me rant today. Mm-hmm. I'm very grateful. Thank you. If you want to also, like, I feel like I'm such an approachable person. If you want to message me, I will have a conversation Plug with you. Plug in your I'm social media, person. Fifi, everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Always be Fifi mm-hmm. <laughs> on everything. I promise me, search down every single social media. Twitter, for example. <laughs> Instagram. TikTok. Always be Fifi. I didn't do it on purpose because the Fifi kid was getting outdated. So I had to rebrand mm-hmm. this in it. I was yeah. like, let me be more mature. Always be Fifi. That's legit. It's the sentence. Always be E. Fifi, find Just me. That there, you're gonna see Fifi come out. You'll see. I'm I'm actually very responsive. I guess because I have that privilege of say because I'm had that social media cleanse. I'm not mm-hmm. a big profile to the point where my DMs are flooded. For example, I will respond. Like if if you don't get response from me, it's probably there's a reason. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie to you. If you if you ask Fifi about more about her masters that she's doing, more about you know content creating, more if you have any mm-hmm. questions within this that you feel like oh I actually want to know more about her perspective on that. Well, I'd love for her to mm-hmm. like just explain that part a bit more to me go into her dm and ask her and she's gonna literally do exactly what it is or whatever it is you're asking mm-hmm. for if, if you know yeah yeah you ask the right questions yeah. but yeah so thank you very much Fifi, for plugging all that in and i hope that you know you people do really kind of reach out because even somebody who's i'll i'll literally advocate that to somebody that the world needs to know about and i know they were just a matter of time before like a lot of her things and you know who she is and what kind of hears about it and just kind of getting started we're just getting started. And even this episode of like her sharing her story, talking about so many different things. This has happened throughout her life, lessons she's learned, things that she's still learning and how she's, you mm. know, coming overcoming them. I hope they inspire somebody who's out there to know that, you know, take your time with everything. One thing I'll tell you and be authentically yourself. And that's one of the biggest things even me I've taken out of this, because it's that that continue being yourself like it's nothing wrong with the continue be doing that. It's gonna take you somewhere. It doesn't matter if it takes you a couple of years more longer because you are being yourself you're not trying to be like anybody else to get there it's okay continue doing it because i know fifi is that kind of person and look where it's going her so that means anybody else out there either you're, you're academic either you're not either you're creative either whatever mm-hmm. you're gonna do in life do it while being yourself don't do it while being anybody else or trying to you know wear a different cap be yourself 
And I think that's one of the most important things we can take away from like this whole conversation. Be yourself and do it while you're scared. Be confident. Do it while you're scared. Mm-hmm. So just to end everything off, this is a question I ask everybody is what does student of life mean to you? Because you know, like the whole podcast is all about like mm-hmm. mental wellness, emotional, spiritual, and just a journey throughout life and remaining a student to life. Like no matter where you're in your life, no matter who you are, what skin color you are, where you come from, your age, mm-hmm. remain a student to life and allowing life to just teach you. Like being free like a bird and allowing life, allowing life to take you wherever you want to take you. Don't be too rigid and just let it take you and let it teach you. So for you personally, what does it mean to you and your life? you know i just entered my brain so this is so random i want everyone to hear this you should include keep this keep this in the edit yeah. um i saw the, the meme in my head it's like i've seen beauty before but man this is a discovery <laughs> and i think that's what life is i don't know why i'm thinking of like like oh naughty word right now i don't know sorry this is what i mean like my head is it's always it's always just like i'm not a serious person so like even now he's goofy right like i'm trying my best do you know what's funny i'm trying to be in my mysterious era and i'm failing so hard (laughs) i'm sorry you if you follow me and just see my stories like this is why i'm not a famous social media because i treat every social media like it's my private page i'm so crazy i don't know i just i just love it it's fine anyways (laughs) the terms of being a student of life like that's what i mean it's like discovery like Mm -hmm. once you just there's moments in your life you're like wow oh my god like I didn't know that about myself or I didn't know like I didn't know that I could do this or there's moments where you're like oh I'm surprised I'm shocked I'm sure you have moments where you've been really nervous to do something I think the reason why I'm really like I would say quote-unquote confident I think it's kind of I'm even surprised that I can say I'm confident like oh like me younger me would have never gone out and be like yeah I'm a confident person or I'm an ambitious person but nowadays mm-hmm. I'm I say it loud and proud and it's so interesting like even for me me right now this is an awakening for me like oh my mm-hmm. god I'm able to say this like I'm so shocked like this is the type of person I am I'm able to be on a podcast and just tell random people all over the world that I'm a confident person oh my god like I'm learning about myself <laughs> what <laughs> this is what I mean like being a student of life is really just discovering everything about yourself mm-hmm. as well as just like the world that you're in mm-hmm. and your environment and really and truly what is laid out for you will really find you mm-hmm. I think in a spiritual sense I think mm-hmm. one of the things I would say is just have faith because yeah. really and truly you're here you have a path Mm-hmm. laid out for you and yeah you might not see it i'm not gonna lie the path is blurry even me i don't know the path is very really wonky is jagged i've fallen over a couple times i've stopped my toe a couple times but really truly i'm getting up and i'm just walking it mm-hmm. and i think what makes me more motivated to take a step each day is because i know i'm going to discover something and when i discover it i'm going to be so shocked i'm going to be like oh my god yeah and that moment of when you've discovered something about yourself it's yeah. so it's like you so yeah. you're like, like really, I have all these abilities. Why well, didn't even realize that part? Yeah, like I'm sure you now, AK. Like you're probably shocked that like, you're doing all of this. Like, yeah, because bruh, oh my god, you know me. Like I was not this person. Like I just, I just want to make money and be alone and be a mysterious person. I want to be mm-hmm. the one I see myself as incognito. I was very incognito. Yes, dressed you were. Like, yeah, I want to make money. I don't want to. I don't want to be out here. I don't want to hear my voice. I don't want to nothing. And that's the that's one thing like you're saying like when you go through the journey throughout life, right? And you allow yourself to just be free and just be a student. You allow God and like your faith to just take you up there. Mm-hmm. Is that He will literally tell you that, like, bro ma'am i know that this is the mm-hmm. life you want for yourself but this is the life i can't for you 
Mm-hmm. And when you remain a student to life, you don't try to be rigid. You don't try to just like close yourself in. You just try to be stubborn with it. You allow like life to take you. Just the, the kind of place you can take you to a point where now nah, I'm literally talking. Like mm-hmm. I literally I talk. Basically, I talk for a living. <laughs> That's yeah. the, the, the journey right now. And it's yeah, and it's just like it's beautiful. So like you're saying, like the things you discover by yourself when you're free and you allow life to take you is really amazing. Really, really amazing. And I love your definition of student of life for you. That's like really, really cool. So thank mm-hmm. you very much, Fifi. I'm really, really grateful for you. I know that, you know, again, like, you're a busybody. You you have a lot of things you're doing. You have a lot of things you're going on. And you're also able to, you know, make some space for me today to, like, be on a podcast and grace it with your presence and with your knowledge mm-hmm. and your wisdom and your ex- personal experience. And not, you didn't held back. You wasn't rigid. You are just free. And, just be, again, being yourself. Mm-hmm. And that is a blessing. I'm very grateful. And I know that my audience and the people are going to listen to this and then even the next five years or the next three months or the next wherever they're listening that they're going to be very very appreciative a lot of people are going to be able to take a lot out of this you know so thank you very much for it really really grateful thank you yeah you're welcome yeah like <laughs> i said I'm, i love this even me i will listen to this in the future and be really happy with yeah. myself and be like wow you why did you say that <laughs> mm-hmm. i'll be like what did i, what did I do <laughs> And trust me, this is not going to be the only one. We're going to do a part two in, in oh, the yeah. right time because there'll be a time yeah. that we look back at this and we'll be like, wow, yeah, time to update it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and we'll do a part two. And I wish you all the good luck and everything. And I know you got a lot of things coming up, up like that we spoke about behind the scenes, but good luck with everything. And I'm just so glad to even call you family, to call you my cousin, to call you my sister. And mm-hmm. I know there's great things coming ahead of you. And just keep being you. Don't ever change for anybody. That's it. I feel like personally, that's your superpower, Fifi, being you. So keep that superpower. Don't exchange it for anything else. Uh, ah, yeah. yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so thank you very much, guys. And we will see you guys very soon. Bye.